tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. You're listening to Rabot Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here. Hump Day Wednesday edition of Rabot and Co. ESPN 680 1057. Bobby V. In about an hour, you get uh, first replay. Roundtable edition, 3 o'clock till 6. Go local until 6 o'clock here on ESPN 680 1057. We're on to remind you about our friends over there at DraftKings. And so I uh, wanted to. Just share that I am uh, I'm grateful for many things this time of year, but boy, all I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action minus my Pistons. And DraftKings Sportsbook is delivering big time. They got you covered for all your basketball bets, plus a special present for new customers to unwrap. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. An instant dub just for you. Upgrade your bet slip this NBA season with DraftKings. New and improved same game parlay anywhere feature. You can now build same game parlays anywhere without the additional steps needed. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. You can experience the new features including live leg tra- uh, live parlay leg tracking, player pages, and much, much more. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE. New customers, you get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS physically present in Kentucky. Eligibility deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. All right. It is time to wait no longer. Let's talk cold cuts, my friend. Get out your mustard, kids. It's time for bologna or salami. Let's go. How we feeling about some cold cuts this morning? A little cold cuts. Let's get turn the music cuts. down. I'm getting the Icky Woods vibe going. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. You know. That's an Icky Woods reference. I don't <laughs> want to say Woods I like it. Re- yes, I'm, I'm here for Icky all Woods. of the Icky Woods references. Let's go. You probably didn't think I knew who Icky Woods was, <laughs> did you? <laughs> you better know who Icky Woods is. All right. Let's start with the real simple one. Uh, we all know the game's happening tomorrow, and Louisville's got two weeks in between. So let's just say, so tomorrow... I'm still here doing the show. Friday, I'm going home yes, for sure. five days. So, when we, Ohio out of Friday. That's How about right. That? So when we reconvene next ah. Wednesday, Kenny Payne will still be employed as Louisville's head basketball coach. Bologna or Salami? <sighs> I'm going to go Salami. Think uh, so? Uh, and, I, and here's why. I think Josh Hurd is way more of a Jurich disciple than anyone has been talking about. And no one was more deliberate in personnel matters 
than Tom Jurich. I think that there's going to be an amount of time here where Kenny Payne is still the coach. I could see this, um, you know, because it's just Wednesday. It's six days after that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could see this negotiation, frankly, being a little messy. I could see the assistants on this team who are very loyal to him. <laughs> Not wanting to, to say, yes, I'll do the interim thing. So I'll go Salami because I think this is going to be more of a difficult divorce than people, the more than just, here's some money, go away. I'm going Salami with a caveat. If I would have said by the next time Louisville plays their next game, I would say Baloney because I think it will, the move will happen before they play their next game. But by next Wednesday, you have to keep in mind, are, are we really going to fire a guy on Christmas no matter how bad you feel about Kenny Payne, no matter how bad he's been? I don't think you're really going to do that. I don't think they're going to do it the day after the game. I don't think they're going to do it Friday. I don't think they're going to do the news dump over the weekend. So my guess is by next Wednesday, he will still be there, but that will probably be his last week as the head coach. I don't believe he will be by the next time they play. Well, there you go. My parents get here on Friday, and it sounds like I'll be working all weekend now that Zach has completely (laughs) uh, jinxed us all of us here. Oh, no. I I said what's going to happen is, and what I kind of hope happens, I go home on Friday morning. KP gets fired that day. I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm unavailable. I can't take calls for five hours. I'm I'm out of the state here. By the way, I mean, I – I don't have to tell people listening, but we'll be here. We will be here. We'll be here if it happens. Go ahead, bro. We're always here. All right. So (laughs) Monday night football, the Ravens and the 49ers, one of the best NFL games of the season, maybe the game of the season, and it's happening on Christmas night. A great present the NFL has given us. So let's go this. Bologna or Salami, the winning quarterback in that game, Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy, will be the league MVP. I'll go Salami. Even though in my mind it's baloney, I I do still think C.J. Stroud is the clear MVP for me. I mean, the Texans without him, bums. Texans with him have a fighting chance at all. Yeah. And, and I think he's easily the most impactful player on any team this year. I think he's shown immediate, immediate payoff dividends for, for, for drafting him as high as they did. But between those two, yes. I, I Because I think, for example... If the 49ers just keep winning, they're going to want to attach an award to that team, mm-hmm. and they will give it to Purdy by default. If the Ravens are to win that game and beat a more complete San Francisco 49ers team, it's going to have to be Lamar Jackson that beats them. Yes. So he'll put on the kind of performance. We talk about Heisman moments. Yeah. He'll have an MVP moment this weekend if they are to win that game. So I'll go Salami on your question. Yeah, I'm with you because Dak Prescott didn't play well last week. That's kind of opened the door. Brock Purdy has been the most consistent quarterback. He's 32nd, by the way, in the league in pass attempts, but he's second in passing yards. And in every major stat as far as uh, yards per completion – uh, completion percentage. He's first, 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 first. So don't tell me Brock Purdy's a game manager. I think he's going to win MVP if they win this game, and you're right. If the Ravens win this game, it's going to be because Lamar has a vintage Lamar game. They're not right. going to run for 300 yards and right. just beat the 49ers. Lamar is going to have to be spectacular. I am with you, though. It should be CJ because think about this. They're playing yeah, the, it really should be. They're playing the Browns this week. Okay. They opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. CJ probably isn't going to play. All, immediately two-point dogs. That tells you how important CJ Stroud is to this team, and the Fact that in the NFL, four points is an eternity. Yeah, for points. They were the they picked second last year, and the fact that they mm. might win the AFC South 
CJ oh, should it's stunning be how Yes, I, it's stunning how much they've turned around with Yes. And by is. the way, I want to be on record, too. I don't think Brock Purdy's a bum, by the way. No, no. I just... I think the 49ers are a wildly complete team. Yeah. And so he doesn't have to do what Lamar Jackson does. You could right? argue. Now, I don't think no. he can. No. But I also want to say, like, I don't think he's a bum. So, like, you know, if he wins the MVP, I'm not going to be mad about it. It's just, I think it'll be a team award more than a player. It could be like, you know, when you see Alabama just has this great collection of talents and they just happen to pick the quarterback like Bryce Young. You know, you could pick five Who different Who was their guys. running back? Uh, uh, he's actually a kid for the from 49ers? No, uh, for the one that Heisman at Alabama. Uh, um, Derrick Henry won it. Mark Ingram won it. Ingram. Yeah. Ingram was the, just like that. That would be the Brock Purdy equivalent yeah. this year. Is Julio like, Jones is a better Just give player. it to somebody on their team. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. That's kind of how this is. Five, yep. five different 49ers could win this. Uh, sure. So we're going to make it a little personal question here for our former co host here, Dan Issel. Oh, Dan no. Issel is still a top five Denver nugget of all time. He is. Uh, that's salami. But man, okay. So this is it's a great question. Nikola he's, Jokic is number one. He is number one. And Dan would tell you he's number one. Yes. Um, and so that that I want to be out front about. I think it's Jokic, and then I think it's Issel. I think Alex English is third. Um, You're forgetting someone. I I don't think Carmelo Anthony is a top five player in Denver what? history. That's the difference. Really? I think Matumbo is. No Melo in the top five. Jokic. Issel, English. Vandaway? Matumbo. And I'll go Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Exel. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Murray, he's up there. He Jam- has a chance. Yes. No, no, no. I want to be really clear. If he doesn't get hurt, yeah. if that guy stays healthy and has... If Jamal Murray plays Jamal Murray basketball, yeah. and yes, I've seen the Jamal Murray video, you don't have to text it in. If he does Jamal Murray things, he'll easily be a top five player. He can pass Issel. He's that talented. I want to be very clear. I don't see that happening because, it, dude, the thing about Issel, two things that are impossible to understand. Played a 16-year career. He missed 15 games. 16-year career. Missed 15 games. Second part is when he retired, three guys had more professional points than him. They don't go by their full names. Kareem, Dr. J, and Wilt. That's right. That's it. That's that was it. number four in professional points scored when he retired. Uh, that stuff is is totally lost. We had so much we had so much fun with Dan, and, and we really you know he came out of his shell on this show. And it was awesome, but people forget that he was just a damn fine basketball player. Uh, so yes, he's absolutely top five in Nuggets history. David Thompson, if he didn't, uh, you Thompson's know, up there. For David sure. Thompson's got to be yeah. up there if he didn't, you know, yep. do the white stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I still have Melo top five. Melo okay. is that sure. good. But Dan Issel's absolutely a top five player. Okay. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Jokic is number one. You could argue Dan Issel is number two. And by the way, I'm a fan of Melo because I watched him when USA Basketball was in its doldrums. Oh, yes. Take that very seriously. Yeah. And he was part of those, those those they called the redeemed the teams, redeemed essentially. Team. Yeah. But he took that incredibly seriously, and I, and I do not... I, there's something about... There are a couple of teams that I, do, I just I don't accept losing from. Right. And USA basketball, USA basketball is absolutely at the top of that list. Yeah. And and I don't have a ton of – I don't do the, the Olympic pride thing very well, mm-hmm. but that one is t- easily top Never of an excuse for USA basketball I, I, to lose. There really is. Mello, by the way, the all-time leading scorer in the history of the Olympics for Team USA. Right, right. Because he played in four of them, I right, think. Right, but was. still – but but. He played a style too on that team that he didn't play in the in the NBA. I know, and so I know I think he's I think he's there. All right, keep going. All right, so obviously the college football playoff 
We, that's coming up in a couple weeks. But while we wait for that, we've got fi- 50 billion bowl games over the next couple of days. And 50 so, billion 50 bowl games. 50 billion, you know, <laughs> the Austin Powers yeah. thing here. So uh, anyway, so a lot of people, there's a lot of questions about how much do bowl games outside of the playoff matter? Bologna sure. or salami? Bowl games outside of the college football playoff are meaningless. Ooh, meaningless. Uh, that's bologna. Here's... <laughs> And here's here's where the discussion needs to go, and it's it, it it if it sounds condescending, I apologize. But when you are a program like lots of programs around here that don't have showcases of national titles, that don't have showcases of conference championships in their trophy cases, bowl games can absolutely matter. Now, here's an example. Do you really think it's in Louisville's best interest to just go lay an egg against USC? No. I think it's really not in their best interest because they've got all this momentum in the portal. And obviously that can carry to next year. I'm not worried about that part, but the idea of them just thudding out and losing to Kentucky and Florida state and USC in a row in three different venues is, is just an absolute flight. So I don't think it's meaningless in that way. I think for a Kentucky program, for example, it's a chance to, because they're going to Florida, Mm -hmm. it's a doable trip. Jacksonville's very easy to get to from here. And and I think it's a it's a way to give fans a thanks for for packing that place. Yep. Like they can go to that game pretty easily mm-hmm. and get away from the weather here in Jacksonville for a couple of days. The other part of this is, is is really simple to me. I remember a couple of years ago, Peter Gammons. I don't know if people remember that name. Oh yeah, wrote an article saying that they should move the World Series to a neutral site. Yeah, and I remember thinking, how can you possibly ask a fan base to show up for eighty one games? And then for 10 more home games in the playoffs. And then, oh, by the way, we're moving the World Series out of town. What a horrible, horrible thing to do to people. I think the bowl games in that way offer a chance for UK, for example. For example, hey, thanks for supporting us through a bum 7-5 and season. Here's a good bowl game in in Jacksonville that you can go to. So I think think that's that's where I would fall. I'll I'll go. It's also not meaningless. Like watching the Western Kentucky kids react the other day. I think there's value to that, too. And and look, we don't do a lot of SAP radio or whatever, but I, I do think there's value in that. Are they meaningless in terms of what we'll remember 20 years from now in the sport? The answer is probably yes. But I, I think we need to be careful about minimizing the thousand, you know, the couple thousand guys playing in bowl games that never had a chance at the the Final Four anyway. That are still getting to play on national TV. I mean, so some, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, Bologna. some of the great memories in the history of college football come from bowl games that aren't the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl. I mean, we still remember BYU coming from twenty back to win the Holiday Bowl. We remember Western Kentucky a couple years ago in the Bahamas Bowl. Like, there are a lot of great bowl game memories that have nothing to do with the playoff, have nothing to do with these so-called major bowl games. I think we have to separate. I think if we're talking about the major programs in college football, like I'm just going to say Ohio State. The Cotton Bowl, meaningless. I don't give. I don't care about the game. Ohio State fans don't care about it. It sure. means nothing. It doesn't wash away the pain of losing to Michigan. Doesn't change the trajectory of your season. But that's the exception. You know, Florida State, Georgia. That the Orange Bowl means nothing to them. But it means something to the lower tier programs. It means something to the six and six program that doesn't get to go to a bowl game every year. It means something to the Louisville fan that wants to win eleven games and beat USC in a big time bowl game. So I, I will not say that bowl games are meaningless. I will say for the top teams that just barely missed the playoff that's right they are meaningless that's right outside of that i think they still have some meaning all right so finally the last one today national signing day of course as we know this is the first of two but this is the big one so there's a lot of 
questions about you know the transfer portal opening up as soon as the regular season ends, having signing day two weeks later, in between bowl prep, in between college football playoff conversations, all that kind of stuff. So we used to do National Signing Day in February. The big one was in February. Yep. So bologna or salami, National Signing Day, transfer portal, that should go back to February instead of happening in between the end of the regular season and the start of bowl season. It's an interesting question because it only matters to what four teams this year, That's all right. teams next year, right? But those are the teams that drive the sport, correct? They drive eyeballs, that drive ratings. That's still a big change, like even for the lower tier teams, like that's still a big change because you don't know half because half your roster is leaving before the bowl game. That's the, the other part is you, how many disgruntled guys can you get off a Texas roster? that are waiting until that time of year to enter the transfer portal mm-hmm. because they want to be on the Final Four team, which, of course, is their, is their right. and their, Malik Murphy you know, wanted to be on the team. It's just he knows that he has to he leave has now. He has to do it now. That's exactly right. So I think the Malik Murphy case is a very good one uh, to point out. So I'll go Salami that they should move it back to February. I completely agree. I, I think it should be Salami as well. I want it, the season to end. Like, do you, we do NFL free agency between – you know, the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. No, we don't do that. That's ridiculous. We don't do NBA free agency between the conference finals and the NBA finals. Let the entire season play itself out, and then we have an off season for a reason. And coaches, if they can just focus their efforts on the bowl game, they can focus their efforts on, you know, signing day, instead of having to juggle everything. That's why there's a lot of burnout among college coaches, why a lot of them want to go to the NFL, why they're all so tired at the end of the season, is because they're having to do 50 million things at once. Why not cut it back a little bit, just be able to coach your bowl game, and then worry about the team after that. And it's a shame because we talked about you know opt-outs and our bowl games meaningless. Well, how can you tell me that the Florida State-Georgia game is all that meaningful when all these top players from a 13-0 Florida State team are not going to play in that game because they're either transferring or they're opting out of the bowl game. So the Florida State team that you know we saw at the end of the season is not the team that we're going to get against Georgia, but people are going to, if Georgia wins that game by 40, people are going to say, oh, this is why Florida State got left out. It, they're not the same thing. So I, I would absolutely push it back to February. Give us some anticipation. Give us a reason to talk about college football right a month or two after the season's over instead of just doing this in the middle of December where there's finals going on, there's bowl games going on, there's too many, the NFL regular season, there's too many things going on right now to focus all of our energy on National Sign Day. So it should it should be back, back in February like it once was. Oh, there you go. It's Bologna or Salami. Thank you, Zach. Good job. Uh, second hour of our show presented by, uh, excuse me, Delta Dental of Kentucky, not Kentucky's Dental, Delta Dental, but Delta Dental of Kentucky, DeltaDentalKY.com. Uh, check them out for plans for you, your family, your employees. Nationwide Network of Dentists. They got you covered over there at Delta Dental of Kentucky, DeltaDentalKY.com. Reminder tonight, Louisville women's basketball. They're playing Washington. That'll be on six at 6.30 on 93.9. Uh, Bellarmine is out in Utah playing it. Uh, they'll uh, have pregame at 8.45 and then the tip at 9 here on ESPN 680-1057. Obviously, we've got you covered tomorrow for the game between red and blue. A 4.30 start for the pregame, that Alex White Network pregame at 4.30 over on 93.9. Game at 6. We'll have competing postgame shows. The first one that you'll be able to call into will be on this side, 680-1057. That'll be Zach, that'll be Gandolfo, and Entz on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show. And then, of course, you'll have the Coors Light postgame show on the other side on 93.9 after the official postgame show goes final. On the other end, we'll talk about that game a little bit. Florida State is uh, again looking around. And John Morant hits a buzzer beater. We talk about all of it next here, ESPN 680-1057. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? 
Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Welcome back to Rabo and Co. here on 680-1057. Louis Rabo, I got you till noon. Hanging out with Zach Cantrell, Bobby V. After us, of course, here on ESPN 680-1057. Reminder, too, uh, we will have the Ravens. They're back in action. Game of the week on Monday. Uh, that coverage will start um, doo -doo -doo -doo, excuse me, at 745. The kick will be at 815. The Ravens on 93.9. They are presented by Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. Be a busy place this week, I imagine. Old Liquor Barn. Meaningless bowl games. Man, oh, man, what a question. All right. I mean, it, the cricket celebration bowl, really? Meaningless to you? Come on, Zach. What are we doing? <laughs> I love the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, by the way. The Motor City Bowl. or Hey, that's what we got for being Bowling Green winning the Day match. We got to go to Detroit, Christmas. baby. Downtown Detroit, baby. We played Pitt and James Conner back in 2013. The only more offensive thing would be if Detroit didn't have a dome stadium. Like they just used to, to not have fun. I know. Just have to sit outside in it. <laughs> it's 12 degrees out the day after Christmas. Congrats on winning your conference. You're going back to the stadium where you won the conference title game yes. in the snow. Oof. Meanwhile, our Mac yeah. rivals get to go to the friggin' Bahamas for finishing third. Does Bowling Green have a, an actual mascot, like a physical walking yeah, mascot? Yeah, they have Frida and uh, Freddy. There's they two of them? two dueling falcons. They yeah. have a nesting pair of falcons? Yeah, one's a man, one's a woman. Is there a kid? I don't think the kid ever uh, ever happened. I <laughs> he think, flew the coupe. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think they could conceive. <laughs> oh, Zach knows nothing about that. All right, so uh, I hope not. <laughs> was the Jabariat thing interesting or funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it th so this is really um, <laughs> careful, texture. <laughs> um, do 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 do. do. Um, the texter had texted in about the Jamal Murray video, and I appreciate the text. I made sure to respond to that one privately. Have you had a player in your life, Zach? And I'm trying to think back in my own life as I was doing the, the show sheet this morning, getting ready for the show, that the player comes back from something as dumb as John Morant recently, right? Where where the, all the warnings are there. Hey, man, just don't do this. And they do it anyway. Right, and a player that you really like, who's on a team that you really like. Yeah. Have you had this person in your fandom that you can think of? <sighs> yeah, none immediately. Yeah, come. right. Not, I don't have a John Morant kind of guy. Yeah, I right. I just 
that were just gone and, and you, you just couldn't wait for them to get back and that kind of thing. And I just I, LeBron when he came back to Cleveland. Yeah, but, but, not, but that's because he went to Miami and had his college experience, not because he was out parading guns. Cor- correct. I was going to say it is his. Um, I mean, the criticisms of LeBron are, are about either like load management or his political views or, you know, his, you know, distractions with other, you know, business ventures and those kinds of things. They're not that he's waving guns around and endangering his children. You know, right. this kind of stuff. So it's a different a different sort of That's thing. Right. Uh, texture, how about the awesome dunk? Uh, oh, that was for the other show. Um, texture, it's a bit of a bad week for U of L coaching candidates and Scott Drew and Mick Cronin. Uh, I, I think Scott Drew's fine. <laughs> He'll be okay. That Baylor team's way... You, you know what, Zach? It was it was kind of, you know, it, of course I was... Two two reasons to watch that, that Baylor-Michigan State game, obviously the fan side of it for me, but just the game in general. And Baylor's down 28 at half, and they came out like it was a tie game Yeah, in the second half. Mm-hmm. And that it, it just is such a – they don't even come out of timeouts well at U of L right now. <laughs> like it was just – it is so – it's so interesting, and it's been the most difficult thing this season and last season, but especially this year with how many good high-level teams there are in college basketball. To watch how well they play together, how well coached they are, how cohesive they are, and then to have to watch U of L games, because you realize how far away from that they are, and and it's not a oh if we make this adjustment, no, <laughs> there's a hundred things to do to get to that level, uh, just hard to watch. Uh, no, uh, no Aaron Rodgers at all this season. Are you surprised by that, Zach? I think once they hit the record they did, he was never coming. No, back. once they got to five and nine, yep. that that was it. And look, the body. Nobody's ever torn Achilles and been back for. I just, especially at his age, no. and I'm not, you know, not picking on him because we're essentially the same. He's like two, three years younger than me. I um, I do think, by the way, had they been seven and seven or whatever, I think you try to bring him back. Yeah, I, I think you just you put a freaking tank around the ankle and you try to figure it out because why else did you sign the guy? Exactly, it was for this kind of run, right? The 49ers are not in your conference. No. Go make the run right now. Go catch. Go catch the Dolphins in a bad week. Go catch, you know, the the, the Chiefs dropping passes all over the field. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff, right? I mean, just do you just just do that kind of stuff where, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, slinging it just enough. That's the shame of this whole thing. Is the yes. Jets' defense is fantastic, is and if good. they just had Aaron Rodgers, they would be a top three or four team in the AFC I, right now. I think you're probably right. Um, in this text on ESPN.com, if the Jets had kept their faint playoff hopes alive with a victory Sunday over the Miami Dolphins, Roger said he would have tried 11-on-11 practice uh, to uh, test his surgically repaired Achilles. Even then, he said it would have had to have checked all boxes, quote, before receiving medical clearance. His goal was to return um, for the game against the Washington Commanders. And so, um, Texer, he said, uh, there's always a fear about rupturing it, a re-rupture if you go too fast. Mm-hmm. Some of these things, man, are, are just so much quicker than they they uh, they used to be. But I also just at some point, uh, at some point, don't you want to be able to walk the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't rupture your Achilles and then come back in three months. I don't care how good modern medicine is. No, that's exactly right. Uh, texture: If U of L is down twenty eight at the half, does KP come out for the second half? Well, yeah, he's got to hug John Cal Perry after the game. You don't think he could go Vontae <laughs> Davis at halftime a couple years ago and just quit? Yeah, he's got to laugh and hug it up with Cal after the game. You're uh, right. Texture: You mean listening to dolphin noises doesn't make an Achilles heal faster? <laughs> does ayahuasca work on Achilles? Oh man, what a weird dude. 
What a weird, what a weird thing that that McAfee is popular and part of it is Aaron Rodgers, like a big part of it. I was gonna say it's not just a small part. Uh, it's it's such a weird. He pays Rodgers. You know that, right? Millions, millions of dollars. to show on. And by the way, very good investment. Of course, it is a very good investment. I'll bet he does the same thing with Saban. That's why Saban's on every week. I would why hope. Wouldn't you? I would hope. Yeah, it's also a good. It's that's a great spot for Saban though. That that dynamic for him getting to be on that show where. He, because the thing about so, you know, like hanging out with Dan, it was stunning how sharp, sharp he was at seventy four, seventy five years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sharp as I mean, just no delays, no issues, nothing. Saban gets to show that on that show. Yes, with McAfee, he gets to go on there and show that he's what is he seventy? Can you look at is he seventy two? I that sound right? Seventy one, seventy two. He gets to show that he's. I mean. Seems like he's like 57, 58 years old. He has fly oh, around. He, he's aging backwards. I swear. I, I agree. He, looked, he looked older when he was defensive coordinator and he had those, those big glasses than he does now. Saban is 72. There it is. And why he gets why to go do on, I know that and not my wife's favorite color? So he gets to go on McAfee, which is like yes. the frat bro show. Correct. And he gets to show that he's not just an old, like back in my day, it's you know, exactly on right. the lawn it's guy. exactly right. He gets to relate to, co- to high school kids. That's yes, what he's doing. 100% that's what it is. No question about it. He's no, the greatest recruiter of all time. It's worked. It, it is absolutely working. It, it's just such a, it's such a bizarre dynamic that that show works, number one, but also that it's it's been such a boon for Aaron Rodgers and for and for freaking Nick Saban, of all things. Yeah, just just totally wild. Uh, texture, do I want to make the mixtape or not is the question. Let's go ahead and make the t- mixtape. Uh, texture, I have that problem. I always rupture when I go too fast. There it is. There it is. Uh, texture, maybe Cal will come out in his zone. KP will never expect it. That's going to be the difference in the game. <laughs> he tricked him. Could you imagine John Calipari, who... I, the level of hatred toward the zone from John, from, from Cal is is super high level. Mm-hmm. I mean, just super high level. <laughs> I mean, he... If I coached any basketball team in America and I was playing Louisville, I would play zone. I mean, the entire game. until until they figured until they showed me any kind of adjustment, that's what I would. So do. the entire game because they'll never <laughs> figure it out. I, of all of the things, and I know, and, and, and this is Rabo and Co. I'm Lou Rabo, hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Is outside of 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 KP, you know, the oh, I just want to win by one thing, and and, and those kinds of comments. It's just on court. Not even, not even. What are they doing on offense, or what are they doing on defense? It's the they come out of a timeout, and they've all looked at the same board, Zach, the same grease board, and they all do different stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it really feels like you put a bunch of cats in a box, and then you you cut the bottom of the box out, and the cats all fall to the ground, and they run away from one another. That's what it feels like out of a timeout for U of L. Oh, I thought you were going to make a Schrodinger's cat analogy there. <laughs> Is the cat alive or dead? We don't know. You have to open the box. If you ring the bell, does the dog get hungry? <laughs> Is Pavlov here? Could, pa- oh, could Pavlov man. save the Cardinals? <laughs> if, if, if Kenny rings the bell, do they come eat? Uh, <laughs> does Kenny know what a bell is? Better question. <laughs> See, we don't have bells at practice. We, uh, we try to teach character. A community at practice, not bells. Bells at practice would not help the community. It would probably be like that, right? Like, just no. That that's verbatim. That's exactly <laughs> what it'd be. I just want to win by one bell. 
we don't measure oh, success. I don't measure success by whether I ring the bell and they all if they all show up at once. I mean, a- anybody can get them to do that, but that doesn't teach them lifelong lessons. We got to love them up. Got to love them up, Louis. It it has been. I mean, and and Mike was totally right. Mike Gandolfo was in for the first hour. If you missed any part of the show, go back to the podcast center at ESPNLouisville.com or on the app. You can catch any of our programming that way. The matchup predictor on ESPN.com, and Diener has pointed this out very rightly. We have no idea what the metric is for this thing. But they give Louisville about a 13% chance. So about if they play the game 20 times, they win three of them. Do you think that sounds right, or do they win less than three times in 20? Uh, if they play 20 times, I'm not sure they win one. So this is the interesting part. And, Mark, and Mike brought this up, that the hype around this game is almost nothing, right? None. And, and nothing. It's been a while. There's so much... There's so much look over here at Kenny Payne right now about job status and all those kinds of things that we're not getting that hype that we usually get around this game. And man, it's such a detriment to what what this used to be as a rival, what it should mean, man. Mm-hmm. You only get to play it once a year. It is, it's full bragging rights one time. This isn't some conference thing where you're forced to play one another. And I just... I just wish it had some of that stuff. I feel too. like I'm getting robbed because I've been here since January and I don't get to feel the experience of a Louisville basketball game because I don't know what it's like. You it's know, just so depressing. It is. Uh, I'm going to go to break with this, and and I, I want the the texter to understand that that I'm 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 explaining what this is and not and not making a a, 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 a qualitative statement. Um, I'm just I'm just making a statement. So Texter wants to know who's the young reporter at the KP and the players interviews that says I'm a lot and 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 then you know I feel bad for him. That's actually the reporter from the Courier Journal, and he has a, a very uh, he's very public about it, but he has a speech impediment. And so uh, what's interesting is actually during dinner today, you heard him during the press conference. Um, Jeff Walls come, came on and talked about how he had. Uh, for many years, worked with speech therapy about about uh, a personal stutter and those kinds of things. And then before that, they had uh, MKG on, and he was talking about the same thing. They're doing a fundraiser out at main event. Um, I have t- it's uh, ironic um, timing because I have two kids at main event right now. It was like a middle school field day sort of thing um, with their school over there. But uh, the uh, but yeah, that's what that is. And he's got a very noticeable uh, speech impediment. Something that I, I guess uh, that he he kind of warned all uh, the the. Assembled media about. So there you go. That's who that's who that is. And I forget his name right now. We'll look it up during the break. Second hour of our show presented by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Delta Dental KY.com. If you are a dentist, check out the Dentist Tools tab. Top of the homepage. Uh, you can expand your practice with our friends over there at Delta Dental of Kentucky. On the other end, uh, what else do I have on here? Oh, the Major League Baseball TV contract thing with a third of their teams being in serious trouble with these uh, diamond sports, the Valley sports, whatever you want to call it. And it affects local teams, uh, both the Ohio teams. Uh, it affects the Detroit Tigers, etc. It actually affects a ton of teams. I think the Pirates are on that list. ton of teams locally. I want to get into that. And, uh, man, we've got another weekend of just banger college basketball games coming up. We'll talk about all of it next here at SPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Keep playing. 
keep working, keep going, and keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. Ah, your Lincoln Park sound of the day from Zach Cantrell. Louis Rebeau hanging out with you, Rebeau and Co. i got about another 20 minutes here on ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V after us will go local till 6 o'clock uh, with Round Eddie. Uh, he'll have you on the round table 3 to 6 today. Uh, here on ESPN 680-1057. I think Anna's in today. Is that right? So. Yeah, two days That's also how Louisville fans feel about it. Numb. <laughs> well, that, we've, had, we've got some good... Lincoln Park text on the text line. 437-960 to keep those coming uh, as well. All right, so this TV deal with, with MLB, and I don't talk a ton of baseball, but we talk a lot of realignment around here, and we talk a lot about you know conference expansion, ex- contraction, whatever that looks like, and especially because of that grant of rights uh, that they keep under lock and key like the Ark of the Covenant uh, in Charlotte at the ACC uh, offices. You have to go visit the document, Zach. It's, a, uh, it's like the, the Dead Sea Scrolls. You're not allowed to actually like get a PDF of it, and so um, so Diamond Sports, which owns Bally, um, it uh, carries the rights. Excuse me for 40 teams across Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. If the deal went through, Amazon would be able to broadcast the teams for which Diamond holds digital rights or streaming rights, as they're alternatively called. Uh, Diamond doesn't hold the digital rights for every one of the teams it broadcasts over the air. But Bally-branded regional sports networks currently carries 11 Major League Baseball broadcasts. And they include the local teams, Cincinnati Reds, the Cleveland Guardians, um, the Detroit Tigers, obviously in our in the St. Louis Cardinals. So if you are uh, in the Atlanta Braves. So teams that I think that probably fills in what? 90% of the baseball fans around here are fans of those teams. Maybe the Cubs you know, fit into that. They're not part of this, obviously, um, et cetera. All right. Diamond is 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 said to currently only carry the digital rights to five of the teams and none of the Ohio teams. Okay, therefore, if Diamond and Amazon did do a court approved uh, arrangement, Diamond could not stream for the beyond those five teams that are the Tigers, Royals, Marlins, Brewers, Rays. So they can't even get Amazon to give them money for the digital streams for six of those teams, including the Ohio teams. And I bring this up, Zach, because the business of sports. Obviously, television has been the thing that has driven much of the new contracts, and and realignment is obviously driven by by television. We just saw Alabama get in over Florida State in the CFP. Don't kid yourself; that is largely a, a television decision, no question about it. Um, oh, oh, what a tough decision! We're also going to leak the decision making process to ESPN. I mean, this is a TV thing, right? But Major League Baseball, I think we think of these kinds of of sports leagues. As, as not, I, I want to use the word untouchable, but as out of reach of financial issues. Now, during COVID, I think people don't know, the NHL almost lost 12 of its teams during COVID. And so some of these leagues are, are longer legacy teams where they can, they can afford something like COVID to come along and they'll be okay for a year. 
The NHL was not one of those leagues. And you have to start to wonder, what's the thing we say about baseball and talking about it in this market? Is if, oh, if this were a baseball market, you would talk about it all the time. Okay, that's true, by the way. If I were doing radio in Cincinnati, we would talk about the Reds every day. We would. This is part of the fabric there. Luckily, I'm not in Cincinnati. (laughs) At least for radio. Or living. Or food. Or culture. Or lots of stuff. Not a big fan of Cincinnati. Do you like Cincinnati, Zach? I'm cool with Cincinnati, okay. yeah. All right, okay. I yeah. actually like Cincinnati more than Cleveland. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. It's not saying much. Columbus is clearly <laughs> better than both. Columbus is better than both. That's not right. even close. Columbus is the Austin of the Midwest. Yes. Exactly. Needs to be said. But are we coming to an era where this pops, where the, the TV thing pops on at least one of the sports and then it trickles to the others? And I think this is where you see and why you see the SEC leaning so hard into ESPN. Because they know they're going to spend the money. That's right. Especially on the football side. It is, it is, but baseball is in a weird spot right now where they need to get this figured out because if people, I say this on the show, if people think it can't go away, it can. It absolutely can. Contraction can absolutely happen. If you take away TV money from the Cincinnati Reds, for example, man, whew, that is a tough, tough spot too. And so I, I really. <laughs> People need to be careful with this, but it will be interesting if, you know, so we talked like a little bit of whining, oh, the Purdue uh, Arizona games on Peacock. Right. We're just in a shifting era of television right now, and MLB needs to figure it out now because they already have the dumbest blackout rules, for example. I mean, it's just, it's it's unbelievably stupid. You pay like $250 a year for MLB.tv and you can't watch every Reds game. Mm -hmm. That's so stupid. I can't even, I can't even describe how dumb that is, how they can't share the TV money between those different outlets in a meaningful way that would allow for people to just watch the damn games if they pay for it. Right. Don't call it pay-per-view because you can't view it. <laughs> it's just pay That's at right. that point. What were you going to say, Zach? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, baseball makes so many fundamental mistakes yes. that football and basketball don't make. It's like baseball doesn't want to appeal to a broader audience. They don't market their stars. They don't. Nobody knows where to watch the games because they put them on 50 different channels. One of the advantages of the NFL is you know that CBS, Fox, NBC are going to carry games. And if it's Monday night, you're going to see it on ESPN. Basketball, you know, if it's middle of the week, you're on TNT. If it's weekend, you're going to be on ABC. Number, Not hard to find. Number ending in four four nine. Um, you're you're right about that. By the way, they got it so nailed down. Ending in four four nine. And text in uh, any baseball fan that who doesn't buy the full season package on MLB TV just doesn't want to watch their team. It's one hundred twenty bucks for the whole year. Have they gotten rid of some of those draconian rules? Are you able to watch your team? Tell me who your team is and if you're able to watch. Um, this is someone who hangs out with the show. I would love your feedback on that if you're still listening. Thank you for, for texting into the show. But I just, I mean, I mean, I'm not mad because if the Tigers end up on Amazon, I'll get to watch more Tigers games. Too bad they suck. That's right. But at least I get to watch it. Who do you think is calling right now? Someone from Maven and Rummage or is it someone for us? Oh, it's definitely for Maven and Roman. All right, well, you find out. How about you go do that? <laughs> God, God. I, I love, by the way, Chris Russo just going off on his Christmas dislikes. That is just, <laughs> that is theater. That's not sports talk radio, baby. Uh, Mom's veal parm is a dislike? Man. Hey, hey, Russo, how about you go to hell? How about that? <laughs> go having to get to church an hour early. Presents under the tree? What a terrible list. What? This is the best, the best part. I'm Louis Rabot, and I will accept both presents under a tree and uh, veal parm if someone wants that to That guy hung up, parm. by the way. Oh, okay. Got it. Sorry. <laughs> I'll yeah. take a veal parm. I'll- 100%. My Come goodness. On. What are we doing? If Mrs. Russo wants Baby to Baby cows are delicious. Come what on. are we doing? Come on. 
Oh what do you like about Christmas, Chris? That's <laughs> yeah. what I want to know. What's great about Christmas? What are the top two on this list? I mean, I understand not wanting to go to church early. I get it. I, I understand yeah, that I part. Get that. Especially That's if fun. you're if you're like Chris Russo or like me and you go every Sunday and then a bunch of people show up that weren't there. It's the it's the um uh it's the uh the, the public bus dilemma in French uh in French uh, um philosophy and uh, yeah. hang with me where you get on at the first stop and there's no one else on the bus and you love it. But by the end, you're mad at all the people getting on the bus, right? That's right. And that's, that's what you're like, hey, I'm here every Sunday. Where, where were you last Sunday? Where are you? Who, who's oh, hanging man. lights? Number two, finding someone to put up lights. <sighs> yeah, just don't decorate. Yeah, that yeah. one I get. Okay, that's not a terrible. <laughs> the other the two of the four of them are just awful texture text and a blackout doesn't affect me because i primarily i'm watching the red Sox. i have tried to watch the reds on occasion and it was blacked out see that's the kind of stuff if someone gives you a hundred dollars let them watch baseball games yes it's that kind of stuff like i i think they're at the point where they're just gonna have to shift radically and how they've done things before because the world is very different now it just is television wise it is completely different frankly this saturday there is a bills chargers game only on peacock there will be an nfl wildcard game only on peacock and guess what it'll go off without a hitch yep. amazon has never had any real streaming problems since they got thursday night football because why because they figured it out right tax armor reds fan i cannot watch games in louisville on mlb tv i could see uh blackouts on the weekend but it's not reasonable to assume people in louisville will make a 200 mile round trip on a weeknight for a baseball game yeah and i don't even know how much of it is they want you to go to the game or if they want you to watch it on bally instead of on MLB.tv, but don't make people buy both. Like, just to watch your product. And the number one is It's a Wonderful so, Life. Christmas movies. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Christmas Story. Okay. All right. That's a good movie, but it's a little overrated. I, I could go along with that. Christmas Vacation's yeah. great. The mom um, in that movie, underrated cutie. Very. Underrated cutie. I loved her. Yes. Underrated. Do you remember the scene where they cut off the duck? At the Chinese I do. restaurant? Her the, reaction. That was a genuine reaction. Oh, she did not know that was going to happen. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. We were in uh, my my brother went to school in England. We were in London for um, to visit him, and uh, a bunch of his classmates were from Malaysia. So we went to a Malaysian restaurant, and they just brought the birds out with the heads on like that. And I was probably <laughs> eleven or twelve, something like this. And I just remember my little sister is like seven, and she almost fainted. She just wasn't ready. It was almost the identical reaction to what you're talking about, which is just great. Um, so we talked jaw, we talked that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, the, the, the TV contract thing is interesting. We'll get into Florida State tomorrow with Jay Davis, and we'll get into um, some of those college basketball games as well. What list are we doing tomorrow? With Jay? Oh, that's the text line. I'm not, look, listen. I do a fair amount of work on this show. I don't do all of it. I do a fair amount. Um, what Jay should give a top five list for is the text line's job. Let's be very clear about the, about the roles, the designated roles on this show. We are very early in the in the um, in the launch of this show. We're man, I haven't even done the what was this the the seventeenth solo episode something, something like, like that. that about three weeks right. I need the text line to do that for me on Thursday. I, I think that's a reasonable. <laughs> Rabo does enough. Where's the co? Come part? on, co. Get after it. Where are you, co? Come on. I think they're around. We'll do the thing. Did you read this article about Frank Gore? Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't think you overlapped with process at all when he was here. No, I did not. But he called Frank Gore like the ultimate compiler, essentially. Yes, he did. Which is fine. Whatever. So the Armando Baycott of the NFL. <laughs> yes. But like, the, the, it's worth saying, like, that's done. That era's over, right? Yeah. For, for, for. You're never going to have a running back large, play that long and pile up that many yards. It's never happening. 
I, just a, a stunningly long career. 39 years old, began his career in 05. His counterparts at the time were Larry Johnson, Clinton Portis, Willis McGahee, Jamal Lewis, and Corey Dillon. And then Hall of Famers, Curtis Martin, Martin, excuse me, LaDainian Tomlinson, Edrian James. That dude, if you remember that time. Oh, yeah. It is not that long ago that those were the running backs in the league and they were ballers. When I played Madden growing up, it was all about getting the best running back. Not remember three, that, like a three-year stretch of Larry Johnson? Oh, Priest Holmes? Priest Holmes. Sean Alexander? Priest Holmes. Sh- Priest Holmes, like in three years, God, had 70 touchdowns. Sean Alexander was great. Curtis Martin was great. LT, what, he had 31 touchdowns? Ladanian Tomlinson did stuff. Just, it didn't... I mean, yeah, Edwin James on this list. um, Who am I forgetting from the Colts uh, right before him? Oh, Um, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk changed the position. Yeah. He did. He changed the position. He was that good. He really was. It's just unbelievable. It's what McCaffrey does now. That's exactly right. Marshall is better. (sighs) Probably. Probably. Yeah. Marshall could have It's been- okay to say, by the way, that, that Peyton Manning benefited from having clear Hall of Fame guys. Of course he did. At many positions, and that he made their tight ends decent. Sure <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Joe Montana benefited from having Jerry no Rice. Question. Uh, no question. That's right. I've never understood that argument, I've, and that's why I'll n- I won't hear the Brock Purdy stuff. In what way? I don't. I'm not going to hear people try and say Brock Purdy's not a good quarterback oh, just because I- he has talent around him. Yes, of right. course he does. Right, right. That'd be like Phil Jackson's a bad coach. He had yeah because he had, he had Michael Jordan or, or Shaq or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, no, he's a good coach. It's it's fine. Um, now I, I'm with you, but the, the the Frank Gore thing is so fascinating to me because he's literally just. It, it reminds me a touch of. Uh, <laughs> I was explaining this to my wife the other day how they're the. The the Russian have you seen the Russian videos the 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 slap competitions that people have you yes. know like you just light it up yeah I was explaining how how that exists and how they've become, you know, those gifts are just hilarious. I feel like Frank Gore could be one of those guys and just take the slaps and be fine. Oh, he like, he's just genetically cut that way. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah right. <laughs> he would win that contest. It's no exactly question. right. He'd have the chalk on his hand, the chalk on his face. He'd look at uh, like, Is that all you got? Is that all you got is right. Man, Le'Veon Bell's on this list. That guy, there was about an eight-year stretch where Le'Veon Bell never got tackled backwards. He fell forward every play. No, and every time he, every time he got the ball, it was like slow motion. He would stop. I know. Get the ball. No the one, ball, no one looked like they weren't running more than Le'Veon Bell waiting for a hole to open yes. on a line, either in college or in pros. It was unbelievable. Like I was incredible. Those Steeler teams are a great. What if? What if AB didn't get <laughs> concussed by perfect? And what if Le'Veon had kept his That's head? Such a fantastic question. But yeah, just the just the the Frank Gore thing, and it and it worked everywhere he went, right? We talked to you know one of the the big compliments of Jeff Brown this year was that he leaned into the run more than he has in other stops, right? Because he had those guys, and you know Garendo sort of has that Frank Gore running style where it's more he doesn't need to go outside tackle, he needs to go off guard, right? That kind of thing. Uh, so kind of fun to watch that. But yeah, so uh, Christian McCaffrey is now the highest paid back in football. Recently became the first Niner. Uh, to gain 1,000 yards since 2014, uh, that was Frank Gore <laughs> in his 10th season going for 1,100 yards. Uh, it's Frank Gore Jr. plays college football. <laughs> That's all we need to know. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, I'm Louis Rabot. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Ben Robertson, 10 o'clock hour. Jason, uh, Jason uh, Adrian Peterson coming out of the text line. Jay Davis will be with us in the 11 o'clock hour tomorrow. Hey, we'll be back at 10. We hope you will be too. This is Rabot Co. here, ESPN 680, 105.7. Have a great rest of the day, everybody.